Welcome to the Runpreneur Podcast with me, your host, Sierra Carter, where you're listening to the number one podcast that will help you increase your energy and run your life. Let's go. Hey guys, it's another beautiful day here for another beautiful Runpreneur Podcast. And I'm your host, Sierra, and welcome. So today, we're going to be sugarcoating the truth and we're going to be talking all about sugar and what you should be doing to avoid sugar. Just three easy tips to avoid sugar. Just not consuming so much sugar throughout the day. I'm not going to be talking about a diet because I really don't like diets, but I like to try to teach ourselves to avoid things if possible when we can and just to teach yourself to be in the regular habit. But before we get started, I do want to go over a couple things. So last week we had a podcast or if you watched me on YouTube, we were talking about eating on the go. And I kind of gave you three simple ways to maybe increase your eating or improve your eating when you have a very, very busy day. Now, if you're like me, sometimes that just means completely not eating and then complaining about it at the end of the day. Or if you're smart and proactive about it, it means having snacks ready, it means meal prepping. I'm not a meal prepper, but it means maybe having meal kits or really setting yourself up for success with the restaurants and the menu itself. So I wanna ask you guys, and when you answer this question, if you're on the Mindsets Facebook group, head over there first or head over to my Instagram and my Facebook at The Runpreneur and let me know, were you able to implement one of the three tips or ways I gave you to go about eating on the go last week and what was great about it what was good about it I want to hear your feedback so start there first head over to my Instagram and my Facebook and let me know how that helped you and maybe you got creative what did you do now the second thing I want to talk about before we get into today's podcast is shirts. So this shirt is officially on sale. I know you've seen a lot of people walking around with it. This shirt's going to be on sale on my website or my Facebook, Instagram. So it's called the Workout Difficulty Shirt. If you can see it, let me move away from backing up here. All right. If you're on the podcast, on this shirt it says Workout Difficulty at the top. Then it has four options of arrows. It has at the top easy, medium, difficult, or 2020. Because I think we all understand 2020 was a very, very tough year. So if your workout difficulty is hitting 2020, you might want to tone it down a little bit so you don't pass out. That's just that's just the fun of it. So that shirt is available in a t-shirt and a tank top, and it's going to be on my website at the run or at the runpreneur, therunpreneur.com, or head over to my Facebook and my Instagram. You can also find it there. So just a little fun tips and motivating yourself to wear something fun. So now getting into today's topic, which is sugarcoating the truth. This is something that is talked about, but it's also something that's ignored. And I'm not saying we're trying to ignore it. I'm saying we ignore it because we just don't want to actually say what's going on. So sugar, and we all know sugar tastes great in cakes and cookies and food, but it's not good for you. So I'm going to go over three tips on just how to help your willpower avoid sugar. But before we get into that, I do want to go over some wild, wild statistics. And first off, I want to tell you I'm not going to be talking about a diet. 
there I'm not going to be telling you you need to cut out all sugar from your life because that's impossible especially with today's processed foods and everything that you know you make on a daily basis there's just no way to avoid sugar altogether so these diets that say that's what you need to do you're pretty much going to be eating lettuce for the rest of your life and I call that carrot that rabbit food and that's just not fun so I'm just going to talk about three ways that just reduce how much sugar you eat so you're not over consuming but first I want to talk about how much sugar an average American actually consumes. And that number is 76.4 pounds of sugar a year. That's a lot of that's a lot of sugar. If you are 150 pounds, that is half your weight in sugar. That's a lot of sugar. And that's every and that's an average American. Now I can only imagine that number continues to grow, especially during this pandemic, when we're on the go. We just get those like those large gulps. I always like to talk about those seven seven eleven large gulp cups, and you fill them to the top with soda. That right there, you can just imagine how much sugar. I wish I had the visualization. So there's a lot of visualizations you can do. And, you know, I have a bag of M&Ms and I can come out and show you how much sugar's in those bag of M&Ms. Yes, that's a little bit mean to show you how much sugar's in that stuff. But at the same time, it's the truth. I don't know why you're going to hide from it. So what sugar, sugar has a lot of negative effects on our body. But one of those is it actually has a, it's been linked to lower cognitive abilities. Do you know those times when you're feeling just not all there, you're tired, you're groggy? It's most likely either one, you need sugar, which we'll talk about, or two, you've had too much sugar. Think about this. If you've ever eaten a large meal at lunch, and maybe that meal consisted of cake, and bread and carbs or something there. You're getting a large insulin spike. That large insulin spike kind of leaves you groggy, kind of leaves you slowed down, your metabolism's not processing as fast. It's not good for your body. And you most likely will find yourself taking a nap in the afternoon. Well, we're gonna find out ways to avoid that. But I just want you to think, sugar, it actually leads to lower cognitive abilities. Now, the other problem with sugar is it is addictive. And people, we don't realize this until you get to that point, when you have sugar withdrawals, it is possible to have sugar withdrawals. People don't realize it. Sugar withdrawals um, include nausea, body aches, and other flu-like symptoms. If you're somebody that constantly has, let's say maybe a coffee in the morning, but like this coffee isn't black coffee. This coffee is like a caramel macchiato, extra sugar, extra frap, extra caramel on top, whatever it is, that's a lot of sugar. Maybe you have that daily. Now, the minute you don't have that daily, one, you're deleting the caffeine from your life. And two, you're also deleting the sugar. So you're going to start feeling withdrawal symptoms. I'm going to give you a personal one, which for me, I realized that it was withdrawal symptoms from sugar, but I thought I was being healthy. Trail mix. So about a year ago, I was on this trail mix kick and it was all dried fruit. So dried fruit has a lot of processed sugar on it, what we don't talk about. A lot of refined sugar, a lot of processed sugar, because to preserve the fruit, they just sugarcoat it. So it's not the fruit from the, or the sugar from the fruit, it's literally extra sugar added to sugar. And I would eat a lot of dried fruit in this 
and just macadamia nuts. So it was just dried fruit and macadamia nuts. I would eat it every single day. When they discontinued my dried fruit packets that I couldn't mix with my macadamia nuts, I stopped having it. I had headaches. I was groggy. I was irritable. I didn't feel good. And I could never figure out what was going on. And the only thing I changed was I deleted that source of sugar from my life. And I started realizing I'm having sugar withdrawals. So it isn't until that point where you can't function do you find that it becomes an actual problem. And that's why I want to talk about it today. Because you may or may not realize that you have a sugar issue. And some people will never, they don't want to give it up. And that's completely, I mean, that's your choice. But at the same time, it's not great for you. And I promise you're going to feel a lot better when you start giving up some of the sugars. Now, first thing people do when they give up sugars or decide they want to take something out of their life is get rid of carbs. I do want to, before we go into the break and talk about the three steps, I do want to talk about, yes, carbs are a source of sugar, but they're not the only source of or sugars that you should be eliminating from your life. Because when people eliminate carbs, that's all they eliminate. They forget about sugary drinks. They forget about desserts. They forget about any other source of sugar and just assume getting rid of carbs is going to allow them to drop 10 pounds, drop 20, uh, allow them to drop 20 pounds, and then also feel better. So we're going to get into that right after we come back. Join us for the fresh, new, For Your Best Self podcast with Drs. Anita Saluja and Rebecca Novo of Dermatology Plus Plastic Surgery. We will reveal the facts about techniques, trends, products, and procedures to be your best self. The first and only podcast combining the synergy of aesthetic dermatology plus plastic surgery. Search For Your Best Self on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and Spotify. All right, guys, welcome back after the break. So we're still going to be continuing our talk about sugars. And I may, it may feel like some of you are feeling personally attacked on eating so much sugar. And I'm here to tell you it's going to be okay. But maybe going forward, choose one of these three things that I'm going to bring up just to curb the sugar consumption. And I'm going to explain why these work and the testing the studies and kind of the psychology behind it so it's not just because i told you so it's because it's actually been shown to help increase your health and also reduce your sugar consumptions so let's get into number one number one is avoid sugary drinks what's kind of funny is a few years ago somebody had mentioned to me that sugary drinks are like the main source of consumption of sugar for women because women as we like to do is avoid breads, we like to avoid fried foods, we like to avoid all types of foods, and we like to have our kale salads. But don't you worry, when we go out to drink, we're drinking, you know, Malibu, we're having margaritas, all that wine. There's a lot of sugar in every single one of those drinks. 
And on top of that, if it's not alcohol, we're drinking our smoothies and we're probably drinking our triple venti caramel macchiato with extra caramel on it from Starbucks on a daily in the morning and in the afternoon. That right there is a major, major source of sugar. And women, we're especially vulnerable. So on average, 50% of adults in America consume sugary drinks daily. To me, that doesn't seem as high as I thought it would be because there's a lot of us that, you know, I don't think I've ever met somebody that just drinks water. But there, there are people out there, so 50% of the population. But this is the statistic that really gets me. On average, children drink three sugary drinks a day. That's a lot of sugar for children. And we wonder why there's people that have ADHD problems because they're not running around because of all the sugar. So we're feeding them all the sugar, but at the same time, we're not letting them run around outside. We're just sticking them on their iPad. That's becoming an issue. And sugar could be a huge part of that. So for many people, um, another issue with drinking sugary drinks is you're not going to feel full or satisfied with this sugary drink. A lot of people don't drink them to eat or to feel full. They're, they don't, when they're hungry, they're not drinking a, do, a Dr. Pepper to fulfill their hunger. They're drinking a Dr. Pepper because they're thirsty. Now on top of it, they're going to consume that sugar in the Dr. Pepper instead of fulfilling their thirst with water, like, you know, good old water or water with a lemon or something that doesn't have so much sugar to spice it up. And they're going to add maybe, let's say, a huge sub sandwich to that. And they're probably, because you can't just have a sub sandwich, you're probably going to add some chips to it. And now you have a Dr. Pepper, large Dr. Pepper, sub sandwich, and a bunch of chips. And altogether, all those, those are not candy. None, none, nothing there is candy. Love, there's a lot of carbs, which is a type of sugar. And in that Dr. Pepper, there's a bunch of sugar and probably a bunch of chemicals. I don't know. I don't know what's in Dr. Pepper. I don't really want to know. So on top of all that, so you're not just drinking that sugary drink, you've got everything else and you're still not going to feel full because you've got fake, they call them fake calories filling up space in your stomach to make you think you're full, but you're not actually full. And then you're hungry a few hours later versus if you had a good meal, you be satisfied longer. So the other issue on top of all this is a lot of people drink these sugary drinks towards the afternoon. So your sugary caramel macchiato only got you till about two or three o'clock in the afternoon. Now you have one of those slumps. You are dying, you just, that wave of just tiredness just slapped you right in the face and you still have two more work meetings and you can't take a nap and you gotta get through the day. That's okay. I'm just gonna go pop that Dr. Pepper, get that extra caffeine and that extra sugar. Now, most people, when you drink caffeine or sugar so far into the afternoon, you're gonna have trouble sleeping. And of course, we haven't really gone over this on a podcast, and I should because I have issues sleeping. What does not sleeping do? Well, it gets you into this horrible cycle of not sleeping all night, then getting really tired and having to t- drink more caffeine throughout the day and more sugar, and you're just in this like endless terrible cycle of not sleeping, drinking a bunch of sugar, not sleeping, drinking a bunch of caffeine and sugar, and it's hard to snap out of without withdrawals and without maybe a full day of just resetting your entire system there. So that's number one. So don't try to avoid sugary drinks. 
Or my challenge to you is if you do drink a lot of sugary drinks, just drink one. Try to just bring it down to one a day. If you're drinking five, bring it down to one. If you only drink one a day, maybe bring it down to five days a week. Something simple, don't stop cold turkey. Now number two is stick with the fruit as your dessert or as your sweet tooth. This is something I like to explain to people. I will watch people eat cake, carrot cake, cookies, pastries. And then when I ask them if they want some fruit, they're like, oh, no, 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 that's too much sugar for me. And I'm like, but you just ate cake. It doesn't make a lot of sense. So I'm, gonna, I'm here to tell you that they're not the same kind of sugars. Cake and fruit fruit on its own, not the same type. And this is because they're the makeup of refined sugars versus actual fruit is totally different. So in sugars, you've got glucose, fructose, a bunch of different kinds of sugar molecules. Now fruit is actually mostly 40 to 55% fructose, while a refined sugar is 50-50 fructose to glucose. Now it may not seem like a huge difference, but it does make a major difference when it comes to the breakdown of your body. So things to think about, when fructose is metabolized, and the, it metabolizes in the liver. Now when it metabolizes in the liver, it actually doesn't create, it doesn't raise your blood glucose or insulin levels. This is super important because think about it this way. When we talk about type two diabetes, type two diabetes is a, the main factor is insulin resistance. So you have eaten enough sugar in your, in your diet, in your lifetime, or however, whatever time frame it was, that your body no longer, when it gets these insulin spikes, no longer want, or these glucose spikes, no longer wants to send out insulin to reduce the glucose spikes. And you become insulin resistant. And that's why everybody needs, you know, they need help producing insulin to cut down these spikes, or they need to avoid sugary foods forever. Now, for a lot of people, even fruit, once you become type two diabetic, you can't eat a lot of fruit because you're still, there's still things that are gonna trigger it. I'm not a doctor, I'm not gonna go into that, but that's just a concern. Now, refined sugar or that type, because it's a different makeup and it has more glucose than fructose, it actually causes that insulin spike. So it is a, um, it's going to trigger that type two diabetes trail where you're gonna start becoming, you know, your insulin's gonna be produced, and if you eat too much of it, you could be insulin resistant. So you want fruit because it's going to metabolize differently, a lot different than refined sugar, and it's not gonna spike your glucose where you're gonna have chances to become insulin resistant later on down the road. But I'm not telling you to go eat, you know, buckets and buckets of fruit because it, too much of a good thing is still a bad thing. Thing. So just be moderate with the fruit, but always remember it's not, if you want something sweet, you want to eat something fruity with real fruit, not fruit on top of a cake that has syrup on it, but real fruit, not even frozen fruit that has added sugar. You just want real solid fruit, like berries, berries, strawberries, and blackberries. Not to mention, when you actually eat the fruit, you're also getting more vitamins. And a lot of these vitamins are vitamin C, vitamin K, and fiber, and those are fantastic for your health. Now, number three, our last point here, is when you have cravings for sweets, because when you become addictive to sugar, 
you're going to start having those cravings. Especially within those first three days, if you're trying to give up a lot of sugar, you're going to feel sick, you're going to feel demotivated, you're going to feel tired, and you're really going to want some sugar. When you have those cravings, go for a walk. I know, it sounds way too simple, right? But studies have actually shown that people, so I'll talk through the study. Study, so they, in the study, they gave two groups of people candy. One group got the candy before they went on a walk. They ate all of the candy. The other group went for a walk and then they were handed the candy. They actually stopped craving that candy, didn't want the candy, and ate less of that candy after a 15-minute walk than the same people who got the, the handful of candy and just consumed it all because they were hungry, right? If we're bored or hungry or looking for something, we always want to eat. And that's always sugar that we crave, even carbs. Now, they linked this need to want to eat sugar or whatever it is to our body wanting a mood booster and an energy booster. So sugar, because it helps us with, it's, um, it's, it's a good, sugar is a good mood booster for short-term effect, short-term effects and same with energy. It's a spike, but it's not good for the long-term. Now, What's interesting is exercise actually has that same superpower. It's going to help you increase your mood and it's going to help you increase your energy. So it might not sound right, but you can substitute sugar for exercise and get the same mental and mental, mental benefits with better physical benefits. So that's just the key there. When you start to feel like you are craving sugar, chocolate, candy, whatever it is, go for a 15-minute walk or maybe even do a 15-minute workout. It's all the same. It's going to boost your mood. It's going to cut down your cravings and it's going to cut down the calories that you consume. So those are those three tips today, all about sugar. Just avoid the sugary drinks, stick with the fruit, try not to stay, stay, stay away from the refined sugars, and also go for a walk when you have the cravings. That's all I've got for you guys today. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please head over. Let me know how you fit these three section or these three tips into your daily life on this post that I'm going to post about this and share with your friends because of course if you're drinking a lot of sugar if you're consuming a lot of sugar there's no doubt that they too are probably taking in a lot of sugar themselves so you guys I hope you have a wonderful day cut down on that sugar and find something that works for you and if you want this t-shirt head over to my Instagram my Facebook and my website and it will be there for sale. But other than that, you guys, find what you want, do what you want, live the life that you want, and always run your life. Bye, guys.